Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Have you ever prayed for something and then realized what it sounded like? <laughs> Sometimes I've been so grateful that others didn't hear things that I prayed for and very grateful that God didn't always answer them. We've come in our journey with Jesus to Mark chapter 10, and the Lord's making a trip now up to Jerusalem with His disciples. In verse 32 it says, And they were in the way going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus went before them, and they were amazed, and as they followed they were afraid. May I just pause a moment and point out, they're following Him, they're observing Him, and they're just amazed at Him. They're, they're even a little fearful of Him. Now, my friend, as you follow the Lord Jesus, the nearer you get to Christ, the more you hear Him and the more you see Him, the more in awe of Christ you're going to be. He begins to speak and the Bible says, And He took again the twelve and began to tell them what things should happen unto Him, saying, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be delivered unto the chief priest and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn Him to death and shall deliver Him to the Gentiles, and they shall mock Him and shall scourge Him and shall spit upon Him and shall kill Him, and the third day he shall rise again. Now, this is pretty serious. This is quite a sobering conversation he's having with them. He's being very plain spoken now. When we get to Jerusalem, they're going to, they're going to kill me. They're going to crucify me. They are going to, to slaughter me. And then I'm going to rise again three days later. Now you would think at that juncture, that would be a good place to do one of two things. Either A, just be very quiet, be very still, don't say much, take it all in, worship, or uh, to say to the Lord, Lord, what do you want us to do? Uh, what, what is the next step for us? But instead, the Bible says in verse 35, And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, come unto him, saying, Master, we would that thou shouldest do for us whatsoever we shall desire. Oh, my friend, isn't it ironic that in the thing that we actually think we are most spiritual in, our praying, we actually reveal how truly carnal we are. Listen to yourself pray. Our prayers become so self-serving, so selfish, so self-centered. Lord, we want to tell you what we want you to do for us, whatever we desire. I would say to you that prayer is not really getting your will done in heaven. It's getting God's will done on earth. And James and John at this juncture, though they were great men and would be greatly used to the Lord later, they, they didn't understand this yet. And I think sometimes in our prayers, we don't have the spiritual discernment to realize what God is up to, what the Lord is doing. You see, the Lord has a bigger work in this world than just what we want to get done. Now, the Lord has greater needs than what we perceive our own personal needs are today. And yet I love the way Jesus responds to them and He said unto them, what would ye that I should do for you? Isn't this beautiful? That our loving God does not reprove and rebuke here. Rather, He says, go ahead and ask. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to ask even when we ask foolishly. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to commune with you and communicate with the God of heaven even when we are so bound by earth, when we see things only through our eyes and not through yours. So they answer in verse 37, They said unto him, 
Grant unto us that we may sit, one on thy right hand, and the other on thy left hand, in thy glory. But Jesus said unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said unto him, We can. We're so quick, aren't we, to make our promises. Uh, Peter was not the only one that said, We'll go with you to death. No, we can, they said. And Jesus said unto them, Ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of. And with the baptism that I am baptized with all shall ye be baptized. He's referring here, if you compare Scripture with Scripture, he's referring here to the way that James and John would die, the things that they would have to suffer for him. Uh, this cup was a, was a dreaded cup. This baptism uh, was a death. And uh, they didn't fully understand all that yet. And then Jesus says in verse 40, But to sit on my right hand... And on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. I think there are several wonderful lessons that we learn here regarding our prayer lives because that's really what they're doing. They're praying. They're asking. And in many ways, prayer is asking. Uh, Dr. John Rice used to say that the, the simplest way to look at prayer is it's asking and receiving. While I think there are many other aspects to a good prayer life, uh, for sure there is great asking in our praying uh, ask, and ye shall receive. And uh, ye have not, because ye ask not. So it's not improper to ask. But first of all, we should make sure that our asking lines up with what God is doing. That's very important. In other words, we should measure our prayers not by what we want done, but by what God wants done. Or where do you find that? In the words of the Lord itself. In other words, if James and John had been listening to what Jesus was saying, if they'd really been in tune with His Word, they would have known how to respond and what to ask for. And I believe there's a great application here for all of us. If we want to learn how to really pray, how to get from God what God wants, let's begin with the Word. Read the Bible. Meditate on Scripture. Pray the very Word of God. You can know you're praying in the will of God when you're praying the Word of God. God's Word is His revelation of Himself and of His perfect will. So if you want to know what God wants, if you want to know what God is thinking, His mind, then read His Word. And as you read the Word, the Holy Spirit uh, will, will lead you to pray, will give you the faith to pray for what you need to pray for, and the wisdom to pray for what you need to pray for. So first of all, make sure that your prayers, what you're asking for, lines up with what God is doing. Secondly, we should measure our prayers not by what it's going to accomplish for us, but rather by what it's going to accomplish for Him. Uh, in other words, let's not just pray so we can get what we think we want. So many times I've been grateful that the Lord did not give me what I thought I wanted because it wasn't the right thing. I had a, a skewed view. I was looking through the prism of my own experience or emotion. No, we should begin to pray, Lord, purify my prayers. Lord, help me to pray in the will of God. Remember James said many times that we have asked but not received because we've asked amiss that we may consume it upon our lust. Listen to the words of Jesus here in Mark chapter 10. Ye know not what ye ask. So pray, Lord, purify my prayers. Let it begin with the Word of God and then let it be for what you want and your glory and not my own. And then the third and final truth, not only for prayer but for all of life that I think we should take from this is that the first step to answered prayer and the first step to every blessing is death to self. The first thing we have to do is die. 
We have to drink of the cup and be baptized with the baptism that he's baptized with. What is that? It's death. In other words, this is a reference to to self-sacrifice. This is a reference to coming to the end of us to find all that God has for us. If you want your prayers answered today, then die. Say to the Lord, Lord, I only want to live what you want to live. And I only want to happen what you want to happen. And when you begin to humble yourself this way in prayer, then that is one of the great prayer keys that opens heaven's storehouse. I love the way Jesus concluded what He said to them. He said, To sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. In other words, many of these things are in God's hands. Some things we just have to leave with the Lord. We have to rest that God will do right. What we can do is stay in the Word, stay in prayer, and pray humbly, Lord, Thy will be done. Your name be glorified. Whatever you want, that's what I want. And when we learn to pray this way, then we've learned to enter in to all that God has prepared for us. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.